morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Meditations. I pray that you are listening and hearing and God is blessing and working in your life. It's a joy for me to be able to share with you. God has been so good to me and blessed me and I love to share some of the things that God is blessing and sharing in my life at the present time. And so I want to share with you today, I'm going to be sharing in the Psalms because uh, one of my neighbors and one who uh, listens to these episodes from time to time at least had uh, told me how much uh, the Psalms had meant to him uh, from when I had shared some earlier. And I'm going to go into the Psalms a little bit and share because they have really been meaningful, inspirational, encouraging to me. And I believe that uh, just some of the little nuggets that we can pull out from some of these psalms will mean so much. So I'm going to do that today. I'm going to be looking at the 51st psalm because this is one that Bill mentioned to me when he was talking to me. Uh, But uh, he was thinking of another one that I shared. But uh, 51 is a tremendous psalm. And I want to share a little bit of that with you today. Uh, But let me give you my email information. It's lhart07 at aol.com. That's L-H-A-R-T-0-7 at aol.com. And uh, in Psalm 51, we recognize this as a psalm of repentance from David after his sin with Bathsheba and killing Uriah, her husband. Uh, he was confronted by Nathan the prophet, and he was broken over his sin. He'd been trying to cover it up and hide it, and now that he's aware uh, that God has revealed this to, to Nathan the prophet, and so he cries out in repentance here. So have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Listen to that. And that is the heart cry that needs to come from many of us in these days. Sin is what nailed Jesus to the cross. And when David recognized his sin he realized he had sinned against God. He had broken covenant with God. And he says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. Listen, church, if it were not for the unfailing love of God, there'd be no forgiveness because God's love never fails. We fail. We mess up and we miss the mark. We sin. But God's unfailing love is always steadfast. And he says, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgression and cleanse me from my sin. My sin. See, David acknowledges he's not blaming somebody, but he's looking to God and he's not looking to something he can do. He's looking to the unfailing love of God. And he says, for I know my transgressions. My sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. See, he's not blaming God. He's not blaming others. He's accepting his own sin. He says, my transgressions, I know them. 
My sin is always before me. And in Psalm 32, he talks a little bit more about how that sin was always before him. And he says, it's against you and you only have I sinned. You see, all sin might touch a lot of other people, but that sin is against God. It's against the plan of God and the purpose of God. And he says, you're proved right when you speak and you're justified when you judge. Then David goes on and says, surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. You see, David's acknowledging here that even from birth, he was sinful. And we all are. We need to understand that. We're born with a sin nature. We're born as sinners. And we sin because we are sinners. And then he comes down to verse 7 and says, Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you've crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Oh, there's so much here uh, that David is acknowledging, and we want to see that. He says, cleanse me with hyssop, you know. It's like uh, taking that and, and, and washing you with that and cleansing you with that. And he says, I'll be clean. Wash me, and I'll be whiter than snow. It takes the blood of Jesus to cleanse us. We know that today. And, and in that day, David is recognizing that he needs God's cleansing power, that the power and the blood of a lamb was not to remove his sin. And he's looking to God. And he says, let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. In Psalm 32, again, I relate to that because there he says his bones are crushed. And and here he's talking about that. He says, hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Not a little bit of it, but all of it. You remember in Psalm 103, he said, don't forget any of his benefits. He forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases. And he says here, blot out all my iniquity. Don't leave a little bit of it. Blot it all out. Created me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Isn't that wonderful? He's acknowledging. I, I want my joy to return. I want a steadfast spirit. I don't want to be away from your presence. Lord, I, I, I don't take your Holy Spirit from me. And you're, even Peter, when he was preaching, he talked about David speaking from the, by the Holy Spirit. And David recognized it was the Holy Spirit at work in his life that helped him. And he says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Oh, my friend, when sin reigns in our lives, the joy is gone. David knows that, and he says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And he says, then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn back to you. David is saying, when you do this work in me, I will share, I will tell other people, I will encourage other people, I'm going to warn other people, I'm going to help other people to stay away from sin and to confess their sin and re- return to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God, the God who saves me, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise." 
You do not delight in sacrifice. I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. You see, he knows those offerings will not do what needs to be done. He needs the power of God. And knowing that the blood of Jesus will someday be available to wash away these sins. But he says, here's what the sacrifices of God are. A broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. God, you will not despise. Oh, listen. This is what God's looking for today is when our hearts are broken over our sin, when we really acknowledge our sin, when we admit our sin. That's what he means when he tells us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That word confess means to say the same thing. In other words, we're saying what God says. Too many times when God points out sin in our lives, we try to say, well, God, I don't think that's so bad. Uh, that, that, that's not really sin. That, I, I just, uh, that, you know, it's just my nature. You know, Yeah, it's your nature. It's that sin nature in you that you've let have your way and you need to admit what God says. When God says it's sin, it is sin, and you and I must acknowledge that it's sin. And we come to God and say, God, because of your unfailing love, because of your compassionate heart, would you cleanse me? Would you wash me whiter than snow? Would you give me a steadfast spirit? Would you bring your presence to me? Would you not take your Holy Spirit from me? Oh God, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Let that joy rise up in me. Oh, isn't this a beautiful psalm? Think about what David's doing. This is David crying out after he had sinned so horribly. And you and I can learn from this that we need to come before God and confess our sins and turn from our sin that he can come and be with us and bless us all that you would hear him, love him, understand him, and may you have a blessed day today. Great is thy faith. Great.